Hey everyone, welcome to Times News Football Podcast presented by Lehigh Valley Health Network. I'm Patrick Matsinko along with Justin Carlucci. Justin, we're halfway through the regular season. Uh, time's really uh, time's really flying. Time is flying. We are week six. It's pretty crazy. I felt like we just dropped the preview tab out yesterday, but here we are and things are kind of shaping up. We're seeing some exciting races in the different divisions and especially across District 11 and entering the second half of the season, Patrick, a lot still at stake for pretty much every local team. Yeah, um, you know, you kind of think even back to last year where you had Marion that started the season 0-5, uh, went 4-1 and in the second half, uh, only lost to a very good Tamaqua team and made uh, made a trip to the District 11 playoffs. And, you know, there's I think there are a lot of teams that are in the same kind of boat where they might, um, you know, not have a winning record now. They maybe might not even have a win now. And they still definitely have a chance to be a factor and to be a contender in the postseason and things will kind of reset and uh, you know everybody kind of starts with uh, with a bit of a blank slate so um, this is an exciting time you know the schedule kind of turns over where in the Schuylkill League you have teams that are really kind of getting into Division 1 play teams that are transitioning to Division 2 play so I think we're going to kind of see a little bit more and maybe be able to kind of find out a little bit more where these teams stand, um, you know, after just kind of even what we've seen through the first five weeks or so of the season. Yeah, and a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on having fixed district classifications, as we know it wasn't always this way. But, for example, you're taking a look at 1A. There's five schools in 1A. Four of them are going to get in the playoffs. Marion and Shenandoah uh, are currently number four and number five, respectively. Both are kind of looking to get on the board for the first time this season, but, you know, you, you have a chance to get a district playoff or whatever the circumstance is. These teams have something to play for every week, and I think that's really cool when you're talking about, you know, playing with pride no matter how the season starts. It's this little cliche, but it really is about how you finish, and uh, at the end of the day, you know, they're Marion and Shenandoah both have a chance to kind of get in the district playoffs. The so same thing, look at Palmerton, who had just a gauntlet schedule earlier in the year. They're 1-4 right now. Uh, kind of made it through the really, really, really tough part of their schedule, and they're right in the thick of things in 2A. So uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see the competition shaping up, and there's going to be a lot of huge games and uh, a lot of huge swings throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, um, and, you know, I think maybe one of the, you know, so far anyway, one of the biggest games of the season uh, is – Obviously, this Jim Thorpe North Schuylkill game on Friday night. Uh, that's our Times News game of the week. The Olympians come in at five and zero, undefeated. North Schuylkill, um, a very good four and one team. Uh, they played twice last year. Both games, um, obviously, kind of down to the wire. Uh, very close. Very you know, very tough physical um, types of games, which is what you would expect from both of these teams. And they're going to go at it again Friday night and. You think about the teams that are contending right now in Division One, and you have a Jim Thorpe, you have a North Schuylkill, you have a Tamaqua, you have a Pottsville. Um, I mean, there really isn't a lot of room for error. There's really not a lot of margin for error for, for many of these teams. And then you think, obviously, beyond that into districts, and a couple of losses could really um, kind of spell the end of, of a team's postseason hopes. So... Um, Friday night, I mean, things really kind of kick off in earnest for, for Jim Thorpe and North Schuylkill and, you know, trying to kind of lay, 
you know, lay claim to maybe a potential Division One title. Yeah, that's going to be one heck of a game. Jim Thorpe, if my math is right here, usually is not. But uh, currently outscoring their opponents by a 236-7 to seven margin. It's a, I, that's it's insane. Season. Are I you mean, kidding me? And, and, you still, and you think that they played only a half against Kutztown. Um, you know, it's just, um, you know, the teams they've played, and you can say what you want about the schedule they've had or maybe the schedule that North Schuylkill or some other schools have had where maybe they've faced some different, you know, some teams maybe have faced tougher competition. Um, and that obviously could very well be the case. But Jim Thorpe's gone out and they've played and they've beaten soundly the teams that, uh, you know, that they've, that they've had to face. Um, so I don't know that you can really fault them uh, for that. They're, they're winning the games um, and they're doing what they have to do to take care of business. Yeah, and that's what you want. You know, people might say, oh, we have a tough time of gauging them because of their schedule. Well, they're handling pretty easily all of the competition they've played in. And that tough game right off the bat with Schuylkill Haven, who's a quality, quality opponent. Um, but Jim Thorpe's really taking care of business. Calcano, three touchdown passes last week against Midwest. So nice to see him get some, uh, you know, get some recognition, making some plays through the air. Young quarterback who can really move in, in and out of the pocket. So uh, I think as he grows, Jim Thorpe is only going to be a uh, much more dangerous team. And like you said, look at 3A. 3A is jam-packed right now. Undefeated Jim Thorpe, third and 3A. Got Salisbury and Notre Dame in the mix right there. How about how about Salisbury knocking off Notre Dame last week, man? That's huge. I, I don't think, you know, of all the games that we've had, I don't know that there was maybe a more surprising result. Um, you know, you think about for a team like, for a team like a Northwestern or some of these other schools where, you know, they've, They've played, and you know maybe those games you have a game here or there that doesn't really go your way, um, but you can't ever really count on you know one team to kind of knock off another or you know or pull an upset. But but when that stuff happens, um, that really kind of has the potential to sort of flip things you know flip things on their head, and you know all of a sudden now it's a whole new it's a whole different race going into the second half of the season. You know when you have a game like that, that's. Uh, you know, a pretty unexpected or a surprising result. So uh, you got to see Notre Dame against Palmerton, obviously a very good team, um, always a very, you know, very explosive, exciting team. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, Salisbury shown that it's, uh, you know, it can play and it can hang with these teams. I know I'm kind of jumping around here, but I'm staring here looking at the 3A district playoff picture. Northern Lehigh, tough, tough loss to Dawkins Valley, but the Bulldogs are... A real scrappy team right here in the thick of things in 3A. Four of their first five games have been decided by one score or less. Northern Lehigh is 3-2, and two, and they're heading in with a, a big rivalry showdown with the other Lehigh, Southern Lehigh, this week. Yeah, and I think, you, I know Joe Tout, uh, Northern Lehigh head coach, mentioned it after they after they beat Penn Argel, but uh, yeah, these are, it's a crucial stretch here. Um where you you think about kind of trying to position for the end of the season and um, you kind of think about maybe what if or, you know, think about that type of stuff or just kind of hypotheticals um, with where you might end up or or if things kind of go your way. But uh, again, you know, you think about for, you know, not just the league title, but some of these, you know, these district standings with the amount of teams that they're taking, if they're only taking four teams in some classes um, and then maybe if sub-regionals get involved, yeah, it's really, really difficult um, to, to lose multiple games like that. 
Um, and then, you know, you just can't afford to have a letdown and then expect to still be able to kind of sneak in um, when the field is already that crowded um, and there are other talented teams. So, yeah, it's each and every week, um, and they really can't afford a setback or a letdown. Could be real interesting uh, end of the season looking ahead here. Northern Lehigh plays Northwestern in Week 9 and then Palmer in Week 10. So back-to-back big double locals for probably all three of those teams in the last two weeks in terms of positioning and trying to get in District 11 playoffs. Yeah, and you think that it, it'll probably come down to teams that, um, you know, that execute, that, um, you know, that don't have those costly penalties, turnovers. Um, and then, I mean, we've seen it with a lot of our area teams just thinking about health injuries because numbers on a lot of teams are low um they just don't have the depth so if any one of those teams comes in at close to 100 percent, 100 percent, and is able to kind of play full strength um you know that could be that could be huge uh whereas you know some team that might be struggling with injuries um and already being down in numbers like some of our schools are uh that could be huge coming down the stretch into weeks eight nine and, and ten I wanted to bring something up here before I forget. I know you had a chance to sit down with Marion head coach Patrick Morgans, and we'll get to that a little later here in this podcast. But Marion's travel, or I'm sorry, they're home against Minersville this week. Uh, I know you guys briefly spoke about kind of you know, second half of the season, small school division schedule kind of thing. How about the Minersville game last wow. week? Wow, Schuylkill Valley seventy, Minersville forty nine. That's I mean, yeah. What? Um, I mean, you just you just don't expect that's a that's an EPC type um, Lehigh Valley, you know, sort of game where they're just kind of slinging it, um, you know, throwing the ball all over the field, putting up points, uh, scoring from anywhere. But yeah, I think for most teams and on, on most weeks to be able to say that you scored forty nine points and a school record. Uh, 469 yards passing for Minersville quarterback Scott Swall, I think it was, you know, five touchdowns or, you know, anything like that. For, for most teams, that's that's a great week, and it's probably also a victory. Um, but to, to surrender 70 is, um, that's, that's kind of unheard of. Obviously, we don't have teams that quite get, uh, you know, quite get to that level. But, um, but yeah, and uh, I imagine, obviously, if you're, on the other sideline and an opposing coach that's extremely difficult to game plan for because uh, Minersville showed that uh, even in a setback, they're able to kind of score uh, at will and they're able to score also kind of from anywhere on the field. I know we're kind of jumping around here and I don't know where you want to throw it over to next, but I'm just staring at another really big game on my schedule here is Pottsville at Tamako. I'm kind of your thoughts on that. I'm excited about that one. Uh, I'll be at Tamaqua. Friday night, so uh, definitely looking forward to it. It'll be my first time seeing Tamaqua all year. Um, so kind of looking forward to getting to see them in person. Done, obviously, quite a bit uh, with the team throughout the year. Player of the week, game of the week, uh, our preview story for the football tab. But I think this is a really good Pottsville team, too. Um, you look at where they are... Uh, Currently four and one. Only loss was to Why Missing, a five and zero team that came week two, 21-20, double overtime. Um, I mean, this is a 
It's a very, very good Y missing team, and I think we've seen all year that it's also a very good and very capable Pottsville team as well. Um, you know, you kind of look at what Pottsville did against Y missing. Pottsville took them to double overtime, losing by a point. And then the next week, Y missing played North Schuylkill, uh, which, you know, I think a lot of people probably had as the favorite in Division One. And Y missing beat North Schuylkill 31 14. So. I just think uh, it's this is a tough one to kind of gauge. Uh, Tamaqua obviously has been really balanced all season long, just being able to throw the ball with Braden Knobloch, run the ball with, with Nate Boyle, our player of the week. This week, after his big performance against Blue Mountain last Friday in a 49-14 win. But, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting game because we kind of thought okay, Blue Mountain's a step up from the team that, teams that Pot, or Tamaqua had played all year, and uh, Tamaqua handled, handled that challenge. But this week, uh, I think Pottsville is definitely a stiffer test uh, than anything, anything Tamaqua's seen all year. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get a feel from Pottsville. Kind of like we were talking about with Jim Thorpe, they've pretty much handled teams that, that they should be handling if they're really good. And, and maybe some people thought these teams would actually give them tougher fight. I mean, they played two teams from District 2, two teams from District 3, uh, and they just kind of smoked Interboro from District 1, 57-8 last week. So I think this is going to be a big a big tell for Tamaqua. I mean, this is going to be probably the most adversity that they're going to be facing this week if, if Pottsville's kind of as good at as, as advertised. And after talking to some people out in Cooper County, it, it kind of seems like that is that is valid. So uh, we're going to see, you know, if Pottsville's able to kind of strike first or kind of punch Tamaqua in the mouth once. We're going to see what kind of bite the Blue Raiders have. And uh, this game is going to be super exciting. And, uh, you know, we're going to see what our time news area Tamaqua Raiders can do. And not to obviously look ahead or anything like that, and you know Tamaqua isn't, but um, after this week's game, they travel to North Schuylkill. So... Um, and then obviously the the schedule doesn't get any easier. You go Atley Heighton, and then you come back home and you face Jim Thorpe. So uh, there are a lot of really big games that are still on tap for the Raiders. And this is you know this is kind of obviously where we're going to see exactly what this team's all about, what they're capable of, and uh, you know for them, for Pottsville, for Jim Thorpe, like we mentioned, there are so many teams that. They've taken care of business, kind of handled what the teams we thought that they would through the first half of the season, and now uh, we're going to get a little bit of a step up in competition and kind of see, you know, see exactly what we have. Yeah, it, this is this is a big week. I mean, not only are we entering the second half of the regular season, but it just seems like there's already large implications in every matchup we've kind of talked about. Oh yeah, and. And I think too, it goes you know, obviously even beyond our coverage area, where you think about um, think about a Northampton and East Stroudsburg South type of game. That's a four and one Northampton team, a five and zero East Stroudsburg South team. Uh, this right now, this week, will pretty much decide and determine that EPC North division. Um, you know, that's um, that's a game that right now is probably the game of the year uh, for for those two schools. So. So you're going to have, I think, a lot of matchups like that. Some this week, some next week, some the week after. Um, a win will go a long way towards setting these teams up to being in contention and being in a position to, to win league titles or you know have a share, a chance at a league title. 
Uh, but a loss is going to really, really, really hurt those chances. Lehigh is going to travel to Blue Mountain this week, one of the one of the only a few local games we didn't really talk about so far. So what are your thoughts on Lehigh and heading to Blue Mountain? Um, I think, again, it's still kind of, Still interested to see kind of where exactly Lee Heighton is. Uh, you know, they've kind of shown, I think, a bunch of different looks. Uh, we've seen, obviously, what they're capable of. And they have, I think they probably have one of the best receiving units, um, maybe, I don't know, in the, in the area. You know, just in terms of the guys that they put out there each week, you know, with, with Hunter Crum, with Zach Hunsaker, and then, you know, with Ben Schott. Um, I think those are three really skilled guys on the outside uh, that uh, quarterback Lucas San Giuliano does a good job of getting them involved. And then, you know, he can make plays with his legs as well. So, um, yeah, I think Lee Heighton's a pretty interesting team. But, uh, but Blue Mountain, I think, is probably going to be maybe one of the more balanced attacks that Lee Heighton has faced so far this season. Blue Mountain has that ability to throw it. Uh, they also have some big targets, um, you know, big targets on the outside. So it's going to probably be a case of Lee Heighton trying to make Blue Mountain one-dimensional, um, you know, and not letting Blue Mountain maybe pass the ball or throw the ball when Blue Mountain, when they want to throw the ball, you know, kind of try to get them in situations where they're passing the ball, uh, you know, obviously in downs that maybe aren't so much, aren't favorable and, you know, where they're kind of, where you're kind of forcing their hand and kind of taking them out of what they want to do. But, uh, yeah, I think this will be a really interesting test for Lee Heighton. We've kind of seen them in some tough non-league type games against the, you know, Central Columbias. And, um, you know, obviously you look at that opener against Fleetwood and maybe then we weren't totally sure what to what to think about that game and not sure what to make of Fleetwood. And right now Fleetwood's 5-0. and So, um, Fleetwood obviously is a very good team, but, uh, but yeah, I think this will be a really good test and kind of, uh, you know, a good kind of barometer to see exactly where, where Lee Heighton is. Pleasant Valley is going to travel to Pocono East and Panther Valley is going to travel to Shenandoah. I know you had a chance to catch up with PV head coach Rick Jones, so we'll throw it over to him, uh, momentarily here, but, uh, thoughts on either of those games, uh, big game for Panther Valley and Shenandoah, both teams looking to get on the board. Shenandoah Valley is right there in, in the 1A kind of playoff outlook. A win would be kind of massive for the Blue Devils. So uh, a lot of implications here across the board for you know both teams here. Yeah, and it's interesting. You look at both Panther Valley and Shenandoah, and you kind of go back to the season opener for both teams, and they both lost those their season opening games by two points. Um, you know, they both had two point losses in the season opener. And since things have kind of gone a little bit differently, uh, obviously they've, they've had a little more, um, kind of lopsided results the last few weeks, but Panther Valley has really played tough. Uh, they've, you know, they've put up points against Lee Heighton. They've put up points against, um, I mean, against Tamaqua, you know, they've, they've been in some of these games and kind of kept fighting and kept chipping away and, and I think it's helped. I think these guys are kind of gaining confidence, kind of gaining gaining that playing time, being in varsity, you know, in a varsity role, in a varsity game. Um, and I think they're pretty well positioned now this second half of the season once they get into more similarly sized schools. 
that uh, I think that I think they're in a in a good spot to make a decent. I don't know about a decent run, but they're going to be I think competitive with most most all of these teams here in the second half. Yeah, we got a lot of coaching content coming up. So, what do you think? Let's throw it over to your interview with Panther Valley head coach Rick Jones. Sounds good. Yeah, Coach Jones was excited about the week and the prospect for the Panthers against Shenandoah Valley. Here's Panther Valley head coach Rick Jones. Um, you know, have you guys kind of, how excited are, are, I guess, the guys and, you know, I guess even, you know, like the staff, the program, how excited are you guys, you know, to kind of hit the, this sort of second half of, of the season, I guess? Be honest with you? Yeah. Staff, the staff's excited. We did not have a good week of practice. Is it any? I don't know what the kids are thinking right now. Uh, after the last two or three weeks of Improving, improving, improving. Yeah. We kind of went backwards this week, so we'll see. Um, and, you know, you kind of – but you think about that where, you know, you've seen those sort of improvements and, you know, you've seen them take steps forward. Um, I, you know, if – I guess if, you know, if you're kind of thinking about that stuff and sort of, you know, kind of judging it off of maybe what you've seen on the field, maybe, you know, on Friday nights the last couple of weeks, what do you think that if, you know, obviously if things kind of come together this week – what do you think that, that the guys are capable of, I guess, this week? Well, I think that we're capable of being very competitive with everybody left in our schedule yeah. and, and playing hard. And our focus, like I said, has always been on us to play hard, to play sure. better. Um, you know, uh, the, the one thing positive is we're relatively healthy. Which um, is great. a couple kids back. And, uh, you know, we're kind of hoping that maybe this is just a little – you know, a little while maybe I need mean, like our JVs had a big win over Lee Heighton on Monday. And that's, I mean, and that's, and, and that's that was, huge. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so we kind of, so I don't know. I mean, they had a day off of school today because of Act 80. Sometimes uh-huh. that misses, misses with their heads and stuff, you know, because sure. they didn't have school or whatever. Um, I expect us to come out and play well on Friday. I, I think that this is just the, I think we've stressed enough that, we need to deal with with things, and, and I think that they'll they'll bounce back. It just was not a great week, um, but you know that happens. Sure, high school kids. Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, do you think that maybe having that, you know, kind of like an extra day here where you you know you played Lee Heighton last Thursday, and uh, you, know, you know that's a factor too. You're right. They had a three day weekend. I didn't practice them on Friday. Uh, you know, it might have taken time to get back into it. I think it's my my personal opinion. Pat, is I think that it's that they're their 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 focus was so much on getting through the tough part of our schedule, yeah. and, and that they kind of, you know, are are little that that we stress that so much for so long that sure. I think that it's we've got to reemphasize and refocus on what our new goals are. Yeah, and I think that that's the, that's more of a problem than you know maybe them not being ready. I think we've stressed so hard that we got to play hard these weeks. We got to play hard. We got to play hard. Yeah, now we've gotten through them, and now it's, we've got to refocus on what our new short-term goals are. Absolutely, and and you think about you know kind of where you guys are at, you know, kind of starting this portion of the schedule, and you know you're certainly obviously still well positioned, you know, to you know to to accomplish so much here throughout the second half of the season, and as you hit this stretch, and I mean, you think about you know obviously certainly wouldn't you know to not look ahead and not look past anybody and you know and now just thinking about um, you know the opportunities that are that are still there um, and the guys have you know and I'm sure for you know for you guys as a staff and just kind of you know 
like we said, have kind of ingrained in them and kind of drilled into them that, uh, you know, just kind of keep plugging away and plugging away and working hard and working hard. And, um, you know, and they've put themselves in a spot where now it's like, okay, you know, you've seen them take the steps and, you know, make that kind of progress. And now that, um, and now that they're here, um, you know, they'll, I think, you know, I'm sure, you know, you guys do as well, think that they're, you know, in a spot where they can really um, kind of come out and, you know, and, and, and make a big impression maybe on, on Friday night and, and, and well, obviously going forward as well. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's our objective. Um, you know, like I said, I think that, that there are some outside factors this week that will sure. play a little bit of it, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I expect us to come out and play hard, play well, um, and, you know, that's all I can expect. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we, you know, like I said, we got some help. We're, we're relatively healthy. Um, you know, we're, we're we're coming off a nice effort. Yeah. So it's you know we'll see. We'll um, see. I mean, that, there's nothing. Sure. You know, they'll, they'll have they have to show up and play every week. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's one of those things that um, you know certainly you know you gotta you know gotta go out there each and every week you know and and earn it um, or, you know regardless of you know if it's Columbia Montorvo Tech in the opener or, or a Tamaqua or a Shenandoah or whoever it might be you know it's each week is you know it's the same objective you know no matter no matter who the opponent is um, is uh, you know for for Shenandoah I mean do you obviously you know you're now thinking about kind of you know the you know, this portion of the schedule and these teams in the division, um, is this obviously now, you know, kind of similarly balanced, I guess, or, you know, kind of in well, terms of size? Anybody, I don't think there's, you know, Shenandoah has size. They're not real deep. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're obviously they're struggling as well sure. as we are for probably different reasons, but, um, I don't think I think that there are teams on our schedule that are left that we can go out on the field and match up with yeah. and, and and at least compete. Uh, you know, I think that everybody that we play has weaknesses, sure. and everybody that we play has some strengths, and, and it's a matter of which team can take advantage of the strengths or the weaknesses. Because I don't think there's any, even including Haven, who's been successful. They're they're oh they yeah have some weaknesses as well you know so absolutely yeah and you know you, you think about um you know just kind of you know the numbers and you know there again you know i covered the haven marion game on friday night and and i know the score obviously you know and, and you think about that but but either way you know they you know they're still a similarly sized yeah, in, in terms of numbers you know they get and, a couple kids hurt and they're oh they're yeah a lot of, that's the one thing that i think that that we're we're kind of pretty i don't want to say solid but we've got enough depth now that and we've played through a couple of injuries that we have at least competitive kids that we can stick in those positions and i mean we were playing without a couple kids last week and i think we played pretty hard and pretty well and and, you know like i said we're getting everybody we will have everybody back next week which is great yeah um the the jv win overly heightened um i mean any Anything or anybody, you know, just kind of thinking about that, you know, just that anything there that really kind of stood out for you or just kind of, you know, thinking about kind of what that means for the program in terms of like, you know, just sort of kind of like a momentum, um, something that well, kind of builds I'll, momentum. I'll tell you what was impressive. They they, they handled some adversity and, and almost looked like they were going to let it slip away. Yeah. And then just kind of, you know, made some big plays, you know, interceptions, a couple of big runs, a couple of things like that, that you know, probably have been missing in the program sure. in recent years. And, and, and I, I think our biggest uh, surprise pleasantly was the fact that when 
they needed to make plays on both sides of the ball. They made plays. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's what the game's all about. Absolutely, yeah. And taking advantage of those moments, you know, and kind of being in those spots. Um, and like you said, too, about, you know, just thinking about for your guys and, you know, for the varsity guys going ahead, too. It's, you know, regardless of the team that you play and whatever anybody's record might be, it's still going to be about each week, you know, kind of coming out and executing, performing, and, you know, doing what you have to do. Um, and, you know, that's the team, obviously, that's going to, you know, that's going to come away with the win. Um, you know, you, you can't. Uh, you can't take any of those games or any of those things for granted. No, and it plays into that thing that I've been saying all along. You focus on the things that you can control. Yeah. Effort, discipline. You know, if the team's better than you, they're better than you. If the breaks don't go your way, they don't go your way. Sure. But you can always play hard, and you can always be focused and play discipline. And that's what we're, we stress every week. Absolutely. Uh, we don't talk a lot about winning and losing. We talk about playing to our potential. And then whatever happens, happens. Absolutely. Um, anything else for you, Coach, just thinking about last week or just anything else for you kind of kind of going forward here? Well, I, I hope that we've we've come a long way in, 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 in a lot of respects. I think we still have a long way to go. Um, I've seen some light at the end of the tunnel the last couple of weeks. I sure. just told the kids, though, we do not want to go backwards. Yeah. It, that, you know, attitude-wise, discipline-wise, uh, Performance-wise, we've got to keep moving forward. You either get better or you get worse. You don't stay the same. Absolutely, yeah. And that's such a huge thing, you know, and to not get complacent and to not, um, you know, just kind of, um, you know, let anything get, you know, kind of stagnant or just, you know, kind of get lulled. Um, Believe into... me, I haven't let them get complacent. Yeah, this yeah. Um, and that's... I can guarantee that. <laughs> I don't know how well we'll play, but it, sure. it won't be because the staff was not, you know, not on them. So we'll see. No, I'm, I... I'm pleased where we are at this point. We'll see what happens this week. Absolutely, yeah. And it's, it's um, you know, I'm sure one of those things for you guys, you know, just kind of each week, you know, through the summer and through, you know, the first week, couple of weeks, months of the season now and just kind of seeing, you know, the steps that they've taken, the strides that they've made and, um, you know, now just to kind of think about, all right, you know, the second half of the season is ready to begin and just to kind of take it as it comes and, and see what, you know, kind of see see what happens here as we get, um, as we get things going. So, um, absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the Anytime. time. I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, no if there's anything that you need, please don't hesitate. You know, let me know. And um, good luck on Friday night. Thank you very much, Patrick. We'll All see right. You. Thanks, Coach. Bye-bye. Up next, we have Tamako head coach Sam Bonner. Here's what the Blue Raiders coach had to say. I mean, that winning mountain obviously is huge. And then, like you said about Pottsville, you know, you look at Pottsville and, you know, you think about that why missing your game where it was, I think, you know, went double overtime. And, you yeah. know, you think about everything like that. And they seem to, again, kind of present that sort of varied attack where they have a bunch of different Perfect. guys that they can spread it yep. out. Um, anything like that that are – they, are they similar to anybody? Are they similar to Blue Mountain or anything? Well, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I thought going in the last week that, you know, Blue Mountain was a pretty balanced team. Yeah. I mean, they were pretty balanced going into it. We knew that – they, they like to throw the ball. They did a lot of play action. They actually, you know, had a big receiver that they threw sure. the ball to downfield. And, you know, that being said, you know, you get a lot of the same from Pottsville. You know, Pottsville, they're little, I think they may be a little bit more physical up front, but they have that six foot six receiver that they throw the ball up yeah. to. They have that quick, you know, running back that could break a big one on you. And they have a quarterback that if he breaks the pocket, could take off. Yeah. And you mentioned it's almost, you know, 
far as Blue Mountain and possible similarities, there's a lot that way. And the same way, you know, we knew last weekend we thought we had to you know, contain their quarterback, keep him in the pocket. This kid, I think, is a little quicker than the kid from Blue Mountain. So, obviously, I think, you know, the same kind of game plan is that sure. we can't let him break that pocket on us, give him time, and have a chance to throw it up for that six foot six guy or buy time and throw it across the field. Um, and we talked about, uh, you know, just even kind of like the defense and those kind of progress and improvements each week. Um, what have you continued to see, I guess, you know, from these guys, you know, on both sides of the ball, I guess? Yeah. And we talked about the balance on offense, but yeah. defensively yeah. as well. Defensively, I feel like our front four are starting to play really well. You yeah. know, I, I feel like, you know, Bronson Strauss, um, Lucas Shrickham, you know, Braxton Whitaker, and yeah. Jared Reed. You know, I, I think those four guys are starting to gel. We've been kind of, the you know, first few games, we're trying to get a feel for a couple, you know, different mixes, matches in that front line. Uh, unfortunately, we lost Carl Valentine, who was probably one of our bigger, stronger kids. We lost him as an offensive tackle. You know, week one, you know, before before even got a chance to get into he our was first the one scrimmage. With, uh, yeah, like, yeah, he, he had a yeah. little accident on a diving board yeah. after after yeah. camp. So I yeah. said, you know, he, he's you know losing him early in the year kind of. You know, through kind of like a wrench into oh, our yeah. defensive front. So yeah, you know, I think now, like you know, you know, now halfway through that midway point, I think the, the guys that we mix and matched in there are starting to gel together and starting to make some plays, and they're, they're playing as a yeah, as a unit up front. Sure. Yeah. Um, anything else for you? Just kind of you know coming out, you know, getting ready to start the second half of the season. Yeah. You know, just kind of being in the position that you are. You know, well, I mean, just, we're right where we want to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we're right where we want to be. We realize that you know. Every week's a championship week. Every week's sure. a playoff week. Yeah, I said, especially you know with the teams that we're playing. You know, there's a lot of good AAA schools out there. Um, we know that you know you know one loss. And, you know, now you got to hope for somebody else to yeah. lose. So we know that each game means a lot. That you know, possible going into it's basically we're playing for a Schuylkill League championship and a chance to move on week 11. So you know, and that's going to be like that from here on out. That's the thing. There's really no margin for error. There's no, no room. You know, you know last year, you know, they take four district teams. Last year, all four district teams were nine and one. Yeah. So you don't know. I said, you know, you, you get a loss, and uh, let alone two. I said, you never even sure. sitting at home October 29th. You Absolutely. Know, so you don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, anything else for you, Coach Barner? Just about Nate, or just anything else? No, for you that'd, be good. that'd be good. Yeah. Thanks a Thanks, ton man. for yep. all of your time. No I appreciate it. Is that yours too? This is mine. Yeah. I was I was trying to make sure that nothing blew away. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Oh my. Patrick had a chance to catch up with Marion Catholic football coach Pat Morgans. The second half of the season is here, and here's what the Marion coach had to say. But, you know, for, for this week, I guess now, you know, you just kind of think about um, now, like, entering the second half of the season. Um, you know, just just thoughts here as you do, you, do you try to kind of reset in some ways or just, you know, kind of maybe again, kind of thinking about like last year and, you know, looking at now getting deeper into division two type of play and knowing sort of, you know, seeing what you did last year and kind of having a run where you were, you know, four and one and, you know, kind of got into districts and all that stuff. Do you kind of reset with the kids at all? Well, we're just trying to play it week by week, you know. Um, yeah. You know, again, we're trying to improve and and get healthy and get get some uh, consistency in our lineup, and that's what we're working towards. So, uh, you know, it's can't really compare years, sure. you know, especially with the the you know, type of stuff that's going on this year. So, sure. Um, we just need to gain some consistency in our lineups and, uh, you know, continue to get better. So, um, you know, that's what we're looking forward to do. We're just looking forward to take care of ourselves and get better each week. Um, I mean, last week against, you know, against Haven, do you kind of think about, you know, maybe Mason, you know, it seemed like he kind of was, you know, he stood in there, made some nice throws, you know, guys, you know, kind of on the outside making some plays. Um, just thoughts for him as he kind of, 
maybe I don't want to I don't know that settles into the you know now kind of where he is as, as a quarterback or you know kind of that type of position or you know do you, where do you feel like he is in terms of just being kind of like a leader for you guys and sort of you know kind of having I guess having this role of something he's familiar with um, do you feel like he's a guy that's really kind of, has, has he kind of embraced or you know kind of taken on any more um, you know leadership I guess I think he has he, stood up and, and uh, he's really standing up as a leader um, you know I thought he really like you said he hung him there tough from a yeah. uh, you know a heavy rush I mean he was under pressure all night but he made yeah. some nice throws and uh, you know we had a couple uh, drops where you know he could have been you know statistically better but uh, sure. I thought he threw with some nice balls and, and made some nice decisions getting rid of the ball quick um, so I mean he's just stepping up and again he's becoming better and better each week and uh, you know that's what we need from our leaders absolutely um you know you look at a team like a minersville where obviously they're coming off of a you know kind of a, a a wild loss i guess in some ways you know you think about um you know they put up 49 obviously but you know give up 70 or you know kind of anything like that where and you see you know the kind of game that maybe Schwalm has or you know you think about what they were able to do um what do you see I guess now maybe when you kind of look at them is it kind of like an opposite end of the spectrum thinking about them compared to a team like like Haven with maybe how much they kind of have have aired it out I guess well um Obviously, they're a different style in Haven. You know, Haven's going to run the ball till you stop them, where, sure. uh, you know, Minersville's going to throw the ball, and they have a nice quarterback who really uh, throws a great ball and uh, makes great decisions, um, you know, and he could also extend plays with his feet. So, yeah. Um, you know, he's very dangerous, and they got some really nice skill kids, obviously. Davis kid last week sure. had a phenomenal game, and he, he made some uh, really great catches. I mean, he yeah. really goes up and gets the ball, but he's not a one-man show. I mean, sure. Throw to, you know, they, they put four or five receivers out there, and uh, any one of them can catch the ball at any time. And, uh, you know, they, they're they really a, a scrappy team. They're, they're an aggressive team, and, and they're going to fight every play. Absolutely. Um, just uh, did did they remind you of anybody that you've seen so far this year in terms of uh, like Heighton or, or anybody that maybe like in terms of how often or how 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 multiple maybe they are I guess or anything yeah. like that. Trinity was very Trinity. similar. Okay. I mean, you know, they were all spread and yeah. shotgun and, and through the ball uh, around the field. And obviously, we're not even the same team we were against Trinity. So, sure. uh, you know, again, getting that consistency. But we we have seen a team before like that. So, uh, you know, hopefully that helps us out. But uh, again, we don't have the same same people in the same spots anymore. So, uh, sure. you know, um, we're just going to have to go out and, and get after it. Absolutely. Um, I know we, you know, we kind of talked about Mason, but you know, is there anybody else that's really kind of, you know, kind of stood out or stood up for you? I guess you know, and just kind of, um, you know, guys that you've been able to kind of point to that have really kind of, you know, just kind of buckled down and just been, you know, like you said about the leaders and just kind of guys that have really sort of been there and, you know, kind of really been trying to keep some things together, I guess, and keep things going forward. Yeah, I think uh, again, Nick Goff has some really nice catches last week, so. Uh... You know, he's he's been a, a steady uh, performer for us. He really sure. has he's been pretty consistent, and uh, um, you know, point to Jared Spalty, Hunter Shipko Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're the guys who kind of have to hang our hats on up there now. So, uh, you know, um, so they're really, uh, you know, they're in there going both ways. Um, you know, every play, and uh, so uh, 
you know, I give I commend them for uh, the effort that we've been giving us in the leadership they've been providing. Absolutely. Um, anything else for you, Coach? You know, just thinking about going ahead this week, or just you know, any anything else for you um, at this point? Uh, we're just uh, again, we're, we're going to go in against a, a very good Myersville team, and we're going to give it our all. So I, I expect a good football game. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. No, I appreciate everything you do. I really do. Sorry for being so. Hey. Late. Oh, don't 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 worry about it at all. No, no problem. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, yeah. If there's anything that you need, please don't hesitate to call or text. Um, anything we can do, just let us know. I appreciate that, Pat. Thank you very Thank much. you very much. Good luck Friday night, Coach. All right. Thank you. Thank Have a you. Great night. Okay. Bye bye. That about wraps up our podcast for this week. Special thanks to my co-host here, Patrick Matt Cinco, all the great coaches who let us bother them every week. Check out our Thursday paper every week for stats, player of the week story, game of the week story, and our overtime column. We cover every game no matter where it is or who's playing on the field. So the day following the games, make sure you grab a paper so you can see the box scores and all of the stories. So, once again, for Patrick Matsenko and all of our great guests, I'm Justin Carlucci. Enjoy this week of football.